Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, um, and um. to the last uh, day of celebrating Tony. I mean, like, oh, Carly. Why am I always so tired? Of I'm John. I'm Tony. Yes. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have action adventure. <laughs> I have drama and romance. I have coffee. Oh, sweet elixir of life. So normally we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, do not receive the respect they deserve. But, but not this week. Not this time. Why is that? It's not your birthday. It's Tony's birthday. Well, I hit the buttons, okay? <laughs> you, got, you, got, you and Tony get lines. Carly gets lines. I get to push the button. You get to push the buttons. I didn't realize that this is how we set it up. <laughs> well, at the end, you do a closing. I know. Elaine does the opening. Tony does the explanation. <laughs> I push the button. I thought it was because in the beginning, you were doing all the setup stuff, and you didn't want to have to talk to. I don't want to have to talk to. Mm-hmm. I like the arrangement the way it is. If I could do less, let's do that. Because <laughs> you really do the least amount. <laughs> <laughs> let's, hey, let's talk about Mindhunters. 2004 is Mindhunters. Um... I should probably... It's John's pick, by the way. <laughs> For Tony's birthday. So he picked a slasher film called Mindhunters. I right. guess it's a slasher, is that? Uh, psychological thriller? Mm, yeah. I don't know. Serial killer movie? I saw it labeled as a thriller and a slasher film. You know, the various... Yeah. Everywhere it labels it differently, probably. Well, we're going to go it's with... It's a um, scurry movie. A what movie? They call it a, a mis- scurry movie. Mystery scurry slasher on... IMDb. I would, could, yeah, that seems very concise. Sure. It's a mystery. It's what I would call a slasher film, but I guess. Eh, it definitely fits Tony's genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the trainees in the FBI psychological profiling program must put their training into practice when they discover a killer is in their midst. Midst. <laughs> Not in the mist? Not in the mist. Midst. Not like the gorillas? <laughs> <laughs> This movie was directed by Rennie Harlan. Yes, that Rennie Harlan. Welcome back to the podcast. Of from oh, should not have forgot. Nobody knows. Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would. No, I didn't know, and then I I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, from the movie you did, Deep Blue Sea. Deep right? Bluest. <laughs> uh, you also did Die Hard Two, the oh. one that's not so bad now. It's not that bad. We've watched it not that long. For a long time, that was the bad Die Hard. But there was only the three. And one and three are really good. So, now the three bad. And then five came the out. We've seen the second one a long time. At least 10, 20 years. We watched it like four months ago. Really? I enjoyed well, it. Maybe we'll do it next year for Christmas. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, this movie was written mostly by a guy named Wayne Kramer. You're going to say, who? Who? Uh, and Wayne Kramer. He wrote this and Running Scared and The Cooler. Hmm. Oh, that's so a good all, movie. All, two, all three of these movies. And uh, crossing over with uh, the great um, Harrison Ford. Um, that's something called Blazeland. I've never heard of that. Anywho. No prep work, John. <laughs> I did prep work. The Cooler's uh, with Courtney Cox, right? The Coolers with um, William no, H. Macy. And uh, Maria Bello. Mm. Where he's Where, like, plays 
They so, send him in. He plays blackjack, and they send no, him in. No, he into, doesn't play blackjack. His or, job is to be him. Like, if you're on a hot streak, he comes over, and he cools you down. Just his presence will end a hot streak. He works for the casino. He's a cool so, like, at blackjack, when there's a hot table, he goes and sits there, and he instantly, for some reason, cools it down because he's unlucky, I guess. Oh, okay. Right. But then what happens is he starts dating Maria Bello. And, and well, get, he's lucky He's now. no longer cool. She heats him up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's definitely a, a Carly movie. Maybe I'll pick that for your birthday. Maybe. Is it underappreciated? I thought it did real well. Uh, I'm not really. I don't know. I don't know. I'll I, look at it, that another it had day. William H. Macy. I assume it did great. <laughs> but that's just me assuming things. Yeah. You know but, what they say about that. It, it also was. had Joey Fatone. Because mm. he was also in Jurassic Park 3. I love Joey Fatone. Everybody loves the fat one. Anyway, all right, so this stars um, Eon Bailey. We don't care about him. Clifton Collins Jr., welcome back to the podcast. Yep. Yep. He was just recently on the podcast. And look at him making, he's, you know, him and Stallone are running neck and neck he, now. He was on the, the our Star Trek Into Darkness episode. Mm-hmm. He was um, almost in our Hellbenders episode. Almost. But luckily. Another welcome back to the podcast, Val Kilmer from Willow. Yeah. True Romance. And true romance. Sort of. Kinda. We'll give him partial credit. Johnny Lee Miller, welcome back to the podcast from... Hackers. Because he is Crash Override. Mm-hmm. Tony, the whole time we were watching this movie, he referred to him as Zero Cool. Oh. <laughs> Did you also call Nicole a Knox Out of Moon? No, I thought, it was, I thought he was Zero Cool. He was Crash Override? No, he was Zero Cool. Oh, okay. And then... Who was Crash Override? He was also Crash Override. When oh, he was that's a right, kid, that's right. he you're was right, zero right. cool, go but back, then he had to Tony, change No, 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 I got to, shh, shh. Tony, go back and listen to our episode on Hackers. I'll have to check it we'll out. Or just rewatch the movie, it's good. That and Harley Davidson, The Marlboro Man. Stand Ooh. by. All right, where am I? Um, Christian Slater, welcome back to the podcast. From True Romance? And Heathers. And, yeah, what was his name in Heathers? J.D. Yeah, we'll remember that. James Dean. James Dean. LL Cool J, welcome back to the podcast. From... Deep Bluest. Yeah. Deep Blue Sea. Love me. And wasn't he in SWAT? He was yeah, in SWAT. He was in SWAT. Because, you know, he, I wasn't in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember. SWAT or not. <laughs> All right. Um, but LL Cool Fan J. favorite SWAT. Yeah. The only episode Carly's not on. You guys should go listen and see if you miss her. the only one. There's oh, two. that's that's right. Because <laughs> we also had the one with Will. I'm sorry, I forgot. Blade. Sh- I forgot about Blade Two Special Edition. <laughs> she Patricia Velasquez blocked, blocked it out. That's, Welcome back to the I podcast. Don't think you say, she blocked well, it not out. Not Sun and Moon. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. that's the uh, dark-haired girl that yeah. acts like uh, Nicole Board. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, pretty much the entire cast has been at least one more, one or more of our episodes. Now. What did you think going in, Elaine? I thought, oh, I like this movie. In fact, I'm pretty sure I told I kept bringing this up, and that's why you picked it. Ah, oh, you Jedi mind tricked me. Because mm-hmm. it's good. Tony? I was like, I had never heard of this movie, and this movie seems like something I would like. I don't know how it got past me. But sometimes they do that, apparently. Well, you know, 2004 is a busy year for Tony. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he was riding motorcycles and raising hell. I actually was. See, I know. Uh, Carly, what did you think? I didn't know what to think. I was like, I like some serial killery kind of TV shows. I'll watch those, but I'm not like into super crime stuff. We'll see. 
I like I like LL Cool J though. <laughs> well, of course you do because the ladies love Cool James. Did you say who the chick was? He's that type of guy. Which chick? The chick from the Cold chick. Case. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, her. I, I skipped over her. There's we're, a reason. Because there was a no, well, there was Morris? a lot of welcome back <laughs> yeah. to to get to. We're not gonna skip over her hair though. It's <laughs> almost a mullet. Tony's like, where have I seen her before? Wait a minute, I have some reviews. Okay. And you said cold case, and I was like, oh god, oh, the pain of that show coming back. Here's to one my head. from Raza G. Oh shit! I thought you were gonna say Raza. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> it might be. Oh, that's Raza G. <gasps> Raza Raza Gul. Gul. Well, he's well, the great Raza Gul says, "Burnt Rome to the ground." <laughs> he says, "This movie's really good." Agreed. Oh, okay. That's it? He's a man of few words at Ross <laughs> I was like, he's got a criminal empire to run. I was like, I like that one. All right. Now, and here's one from Tejai Reddy and some other words. Okay. This is kind of a good movie. Sit back if you enjoy crimes. I mean, outlandish crimes. Um, some people don't really like this movie. It's okay. Is this a kindergartner? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have a grasp of words. No. Uh, then he goes, it's a psychological thriller that you may enjoy, but don't go searching it out. No. Don't go breaking my heart. Wow. That All was right. a real lukewarm review, dude. <laughs> Were any of the letters backwards? In the- <laughs> there were some spelling errors. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Um, this movie... Got a two, 24% on Rotten Tomatoes, hmm. 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, and if, as I scroll for the has, box office. Has anybody ever seen a 1 or 2 on IMDb? Everything is like a, a 6 or 7 on IMDb that we've ever looked at. Oh, no. Like when seen you're like looking, a 1 or 2? No. <laughs> it's like everything is a 6 point. Five or something. I think every once in a while we see a five point something, but I've never even seen a four point yeah. something. Mm. They're kind of middle of the road. That's because that number is based on all of the user reviews. So it always even. And the like, like it takes all the reviews into consideration, and there's always people who rate that shit ten stars <laughs> every time. Is just a whirlwind. You never know what the fuck you're gonna get. You're like. Rocky Rocky Four is ninety eight percent, you know, or something like, like that. The IMDb score, or it's always pretty consistent because it takes all the user reviews. There is always some ten stars. That's why I always look at user reviews and not mm. critic reviews because I don't give a shit what the critics say. Yeah. I want to know what Bob in Massachusetts yeah. had to say because well, he will say some yeah. weird ass shit. This movie's yeah. really good. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> in the last right. bit, just type it. Good movie. So um, this movie had a twenty seven million dollar budget. And worldwide, it made $21,148,829. Mm. One might say it's a, it was a loss. Yeah, there. It's definitely a flop. But I will say that I think eight of those dollars were from me and Elaine. Mm-hmm. Because we saw this, we were living in Italy, mm-hmm. and we went to the movies to see this because mm-hmm. we went out one day. Someone must have been watching kids, so mm-hmm. I hope. <laughs> we left them alone in a foreign country. It's okay. Probably, probably the Bowens. Yeah, probably the Bowens. And we went saw us in the movies, and this is probably a movie we would not have seen if we were not living in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. But we were like, sure. Elaine would not have paid movie to see any kind of... Paid movie to see this <laughs> movie. Where, like, serial We're killer movie? Mind. That's not something Elaine wants to see. I, I, Elaine didn't pay money to see this the first time. I just don't know how... I would have absolutely gone to see this movie and had Val Kilmer in it. I watch anything Val Kilmer's in. 
not twice, but <laughs> <laughs> at least once you get yeah. a shot. <laughs> mentioned oh. talking about you, Snowman. Holy shit! Also, didn't mention that Valkyrie was also in um, Batman Forever. Yeah, yeah, true. that's true. He's been in a lot. Of I was like, I remember us talking about him recently. So he was in another movie, but I couldn't think of which so one. So whoever's keeping track of that, who knew people movies? <laughs> yeah. He's got to be getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, He's up there with Imogen Boots. I did scroll through the whole cast to see if Frank Walker was. <laughs> <laughs> if he did a sound effect. I mean, there were lots of cats. He did a couple of gurgles underwater. So. <laughs> All right. So, we good? We good? Okay. We're good. And we open to some water. Mm-hmm. Blue. <laughs> Someone appears to be drowning. It's like a regular Frank Walker over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm more of a, my, uh, is it Michael Winslow? The, oh, yeah. <laughs> the police academy Yeah, guy. police academy guy. What? Dramatic pause. Mine hunters. I uh, would see, we cut to, water's gone, and there's a woman sleeping in a car. We see a man approaches, and it's a bit creepy. He, he like, touches the hood. He's waving his hand. You can hear it, too, if you, ha- like, the squeaky sound of his gloves on the hood of the car if your volume was up high enough. Mm. It's pretty creepy. We actually watch this um, at night in the dark. <laughs> FYI. We watched it last night, but there was a light on. Mm. I almost turned it off, but I didn't. Okay, well, all of a sudden, he knocks on the window, and we see that it's um, JD, and he says, greetings and salutations. No, sorry, <laughs> that was another movie. He says, maybe I should drive, or something like that. That he does say. <laughs> I was like, Tony, which we're gonna miss something. Oh, oh, oh the movie. <laughs> which she was asleep, mm-hmm. and they're like on an FBI stakeout, and she fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I and we're gonna get there, but apparently they're taking turns going door to door. Why aren't they both going? I'm not going by myself. Yeah, don't go by <laughs> that may be a bit of a plot hole. <laughs> Like, I don't know. So you leave your partner <laughs> in the car when you go check out some creepy guy's house? I was like, I am not doing this you're alone. You're canvassing for a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. In large yards in the dark. We can both get out of the car <laughs> and go up there. Well, we, we, we finally get them talking, and they're going over the case. They're looking for a serial killer. And this is when you go, why'd you go alone? <laughs> and why was she asleep? Like, Clarice did that in... Um, Silence of the Lambs, and it almost did not end well for her. Yeah. She got lucky and shot Buffalo Bill. Very lucky. And in the books, very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're driving, and then suddenly they stop and back up. Oh, there's another one. Christian Slater looks... Christian Slater. JD <laughs> looks at Sarah and tells her, Hey, it's your turn to go Clarence. in your creepy house by yourself. By yourself. There's not even like a driveway. There's just grass. Rubble. Yeah. So you get the idea no one's come in there in a while. Yeah. She approaches the house and then realizes, wait a minute, there's a car under a torp, torp, tarp. Well, she rings, or she knocks on the door. She, like, bangs on the... Knocker. Knocker. And nobody answers. She bangs on it again. And then she just starts looking around outside. She's looking in the windows, and she hears, you hear a music box or something. And before but, she got out of the car, they heard a scream. Didn't they? No. no that no, was no, when she got back in the car. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So she finds the car, and it looks like a Camaro or a... Uh, it's something. It might a have been a Firebird. Oh, it's a oh, what? Pontiac Firebird, I think. I know what happened. So she tripped over some the garbage can on the porch, and she sees all the paint cans in the 
in the trash. And then she sees the tarp car you and checks trash? it. trash? Dog trash. <laughs> and then she saw the tarp and checked the car and saw that it was freshly painted. And then that was her aha. He's hidden the car. You know, I read the <clears> trivia <throat> that that is illegal to do. What? You can't look under a tarp without a warrant. Oh, okay. oh really? Yep. She just committed a federal crime. She can look in the trash can. Nope. She's, no? You can't look in the trash can. Even if it doesn't have a lid? Did it have in, a lid? I can't remember. It didn't have a lid. You can't look in the trash can unless it's on the curb. Oh. Because then it's no longer on your yeah, property. Yeah, but there didn't have a lid, so she just looked at... Looked down in it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess if it's in, in That's sight. That's plain view. Yeah, if you're standing at someone's front door and you window. can see it, I yeah. would say that. The fine. thing you can't do is she pulled the newspaper back and peeked in the window. That you can't do. We'll get yeah. to that. That's that, that's, <laughs> peeping, that's a peeping tom. As with every so movie or show so about cops, now we it's know not 100 that, peeping Sarah. It's a peeping Sarah. So now we know. First of all, these guys are shitty cops, and they do illegal shit. Yeah. But that happens every time there's cops in movies. Yeah. They always time. do stuff that. That's not how that works. Yeah. So she gets back to the car, and she tells JD, "Hey, this is the guy." <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, all right, we'll get in, we'll act like we're leaving, and then they hear screaming. And we'll call him back up. Yeah, because yeah, they start to JD call back. JD gets on the horn. Uh, 21 million, uh, I don't know, 20 William 17. Yeah. I don't know what his call sign was. Yeah. That's What's that from? 20 William 17. Leave the weapon. Boom. No, I love this job. That's 10 David, sorry. All right, anyway, so they bust in. Boom! Kicking the door. Christian Slater's all tactical. Sarah comes in looking all badass, and they're ready to rock. They hear a music box, and you see a music box. More screaming, and shots fired. Pop, pop, pop. They head downstairs. We see two girls in a bathtub. They're dead. They're not moving. <laughs> JD says, Sarah, check the bodies. She kind of like touches one of them and is like, okay. I checked the body. <laughs> you can see their mannequins at this point. Or could you tell they were mannequins? Yeah, you can kind of tell. I no, no, I'm asking No, I didn't realize it. Because I can tell they're mannequins, but I knew they were mannequins. I didn't know they were mannequins, and I didn't realize it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I maybe just wasn't looking hard enough. I smelled what this was early on, so I was like... Mm-hmm. Okay. So but, then... But with a movie, you don't know, because there's a couple times in this movie that you're like, is this the movie? Or is, this, <laughs> is this the movie trying to trick me, or is this the movie just not being... Well, Sarah sees a dead nail body, and... Like, all right, well, he's dead. And you hear that, 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 and his little pygmy thing with a knife comes up from under the door. No, sorry. No, that, 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 that was last week. She wraps him up in a towel. That was last week. Uh, but she's a dead body, and she's like, okay, put your gun away. All clear. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the first time I saw this, I'm like, what? <laughs> you checked two rooms. <laughs> you found three dead bodies in two rooms. That's one more body than you've searched fucking rooms. And you're like, we're good. You'd be in Buffalo Bill's pit by now, lady. <laughs> and just then, Christian Slater's like, wait a minute. He's looking around. Did we hear three shots? And some dude comes from behind them with a, with a big fucking knife. And he stabs Sarah in the chest. And he stabs her again. JD pulls his fucking smoke wagon and he's pow, 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 and the guy shooting back. Boo, boo, boo. And he shoots Sarah. <laughs> and Sarah gets one right in the uh, the side. ass. I don't know. She, she, she caught one. She, she got one and she got hipped. I was like, I thought she was in like the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Are they killing main characters she got in the stabbed scene? right in the chest. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so then the lights come on. You're like, oh. 
It's an FBI training op. You know, Kobayashi Maru. So she was sleeping during a training op. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. We get to is yeah, they're terrible. They're they're in training, but they're all terrible. It's like everything they do is. I mean, this is supposed to be the the creme de la creme mm. of FBI, and these yes. fuckers are taking naps, going one at a time to crime scenes. Yeah. In looking without a warrant and uh, checking dead bodies by pushing them a little bit with your finger. <laughs> all right, so we cut to Val Kilmer, and he's eating cake. <laughs> And he's like, y'all suck. <laughs> and he's giving what I imagine would be my critique of the same situation. <laughs> you guys were really bad. Yeah. Um, and he starts saying, hey, there's two different kinds of cigarettes. Uh, there's, you know. There's four place settings four place at the settings. birthday party. That you should have been able to tell that there was another person. Mm-hmm. Also, this really happened and you would have died. <laughs> this was a thing. And they're both standing there like, yep, we done fucked up. And Val Kilmer says, well, you pretty much both suck. Have a nice day. Have some cake. Well, he well he said this really happened, and it took two minutes, and nobody died. To f- and except you guys... Except the girls. Died. Well, like you, they never yeah. could have saved the girls. They, and he... Yeah. And then... But it took them seven minutes, and they both... And <laughs> they both died. Because they couldn't have gone in the house without the... And then she's so. like, well, how did they... How would we have... Should we have saved the girls? And he's like, you couldn't. You can't save the girls. They were already dead no matter what. And she's like, what's the point? And he's like, so you get used to it. It's a Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. It's a test of character. There's no way to win. <laughs> Actually, um, I've seen a Star Wars movie. and Star Wars? Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk bribes Yoda and, 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 and um, no, that's you, you not programs the test so he can save the ship. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man. And then Han shot first. Yeah, uh, something like that. So, my boy, boy Silver, but <laughs> right now there, there's Star Wars and Star Trek fans twitching right now. <laughs> hate, I fucking hate you. I don't think most fans really give that much of a shit. I don't know. If it, it's only like six guys on the internet that really care about that sort of thing. If someone confused some big trouble, little China stuff, I'd be the little, like, luck fucker. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, no. If they are a proclaimed Big Trouble in Little, in Little China fan and they get shit wrong, but you have never claimed to love Star Trek nor Star Wars. And, so, that's facts. And you regularly confuse them both on accident. <laughs> so, <laughs> but also on purpose. Yeah. So all of our long, all of our listeners are longtime our listeners, our, our friends. friends who love us, <laughs> dedicated to our show. And thank we you. love you, Ben. Uh, know that you don't know <laughs> each other. We love Audra too. <laughs> And Dr. Nick, if you're listening. And DJ, three months from now. We love you. <laughs> All right, so DJ, here, no, here's the thing. This is going to be fun. DJ, when you listen to this episode, I want you to come in, and you, we're going to know that you listened to the episode by saying, Kobayashi Maru. That's all I want you to say. And Aaron, drink we'll, a cup of water. And we'll have forgotten by that. Yeah, and you'll be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, so can we get back to the movie now? Sure. Okay. All right, so voiceover by Val Kilmer. He's talking about serial killers. Um, we see he is lecturing a class, which is um, potential FBI profilers. And he says, hey, we're going to have a final exercise. It's going to be on this little island of um, Valeria. That's not what it's called. No. <laughs> that was from The Expendables. Mm-hmm. But there you go. And it's like Crime City? or I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> it's got it's a name, but I just don't know what it is. And he says, you're going to go there, and you're going to profile. And they're like, great. And then we cut to the class, and they're at the bar. And they're having a couple of, you know, milk and cookies, if you will. And they're profiling patrons at the bar. And Which totally seems like what they would do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. And they, you know, they profile. That's pretty much what everybody does yeah. at the yeah. bar anyways. Only you assume that they would be better at it or more concise. Mm-hmm. You would think. 
this, you know, it's very reminiscent of you know, Sherlock Holmes does this all the time. Because he, well, he, but he's always right. Yeah, well. Because yeah. <laughs> he's the world's greatest detective other than Batman. I want to say. These guys are not. Did they do it in How I Met Your Mother? There was a TV show where they're like, but her shoulder is drooped, so she carries a diaper bag. <laughs> Barney might have done it. <laughs> All right, well, they're profiling a girl at the bar, and, you know, she's a rich girl. You know, you look, and she's got a book hanging out of her Kate Spade bag and yada, yada, yada. And Lu- I had a Kate Spade bag. <laughs> Now's a good time to talk about that. <laughs> There's <laughs> a Kate Spade outlet. At the- <laughs> uh, we know. There All right, a- <laughs> now, now's not the time. We went, we looked, she but we did not appreciate the sale. Oh, Kate Spade? Uh, I don't know. So- Again, why is everybody on Kate Spade? <laughs> Kate Spade's not in the movie. <laughs> There's a Kate Spade bag, so she is. Lucas and Bobby make a bet about who can get the girl's number the fastest. Bobby, he decides he's going in. And he's having success. He's like, hey, Um, because she had a little keychain with a J on it. And he's like, you know, and they went through some random J names. And he's like, but he uh, he lies to her. He's like, Jill. She's like, Jane. Yeah, sorry. We went to this class together. So his first thought was, let me lie to this girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that would build a deep, meaningful relationship. He's just trying to get her number to yeah, win the bet, though. Yeah, he doesn't want a deep, meaningful cheating. relationship. Just, I think it's cheating. You just lie to her. You can say anything. No, it's definitely not okay, and you shouldn't do it. But it's not like he's trying to build a relationship with this woman. He's just trying to win a bet. No, but the, if the bet is, hey, uh, go charm, charm this girl and see if you can get her phone number, and you just go over and go, your dad's on fire, and I need your phone number. So I mean, it's like, you know, you're just lying to get her phone number. You're not even, like, yeah. smooth or slick. You're yeah. just... And, and it's yeah, her focus. Oh, Poor girl may really like Bobby or Lucas. Well, Lucas never even goes up there, does Lucas he? Lucas does never go up there. No. So what kind of fucking bet is this? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he said I could do it in five. He said I could do it in two. So then they said, all right, do it in two. And he did. <laughs> all right. And so I guess he wins. It's like name that tune, I guess. <laughs> I can name that tune in one note. <laughs> Boom. All right, so Vince and Sarah are talking. Name that tune. Oh, you Gross. Sorry. Gross. Sorry. Vince and Sarah talking. Vince <laughs> says that he saw um, Harris's recommendations, and neither of them are going to be approved as a profiler. Yes. And they're like, ooh, that's upsetting. But, you know, we haven't even had our final yet. There's no way that he could recommend that. And he's like, yeah, I saw the list. Neither one of us is going to make it. He has a list of people. He's like, nah. The list of people is like, yeah, we're on the nah list. <laughs> And I can see teachers doing that because I myself have taught a class or two. <laughs> and you do that. You're like, this fucker's not going to make it. Yeah. And you call him. I mean, early. any job, if you've done any training, yeah. you can yeah. tell. Yeah. You're like hire, hiring people and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, we're looking at this. This this guy doesn't have it. I don't do that in my job. <laughs> I can say this. You should probably. Stop. I can say this person isn't going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but not this person's not going to make it because guess what? They don't. They all get to make it. So <laughs> all right, anyway. If they show up for work, they get to stay. So bad. Okay. Elaine, stop hijacking the podcast. Nah. <laughs> it's important. It's facts. So we cut to a, a chopper ride. <laughs> but Is there's it? an extra person on the helicopter. What the? F- and we meet a, a new um, member of the team. Gabe. Gabe Jensen. He's sexy. <laughs> You know why? Because ladies love Cool James. That's right. Yeah. And he's also really good at playing poker with a sniper rifle. That's true. This is flush. Spade flush. Sorry, won't get you there. Isn't that a straight flush? Let me look again. 
10, Jack, Queen, King, Ace of Spades. I can't talk about work facts, but he can talk about SWAT. Because it's relevant. Make, what, was, what was it he made? A really good omelet? Was it omelets in Deep Blue Sea? Amateurs. Yes. <laughs> this is a mistake. All right. So he's here to observe. He's a profile of the police department. A Philadelphia, I think they said. Uh, the, the city of brotherly love. <laughs> All right. They arrive at the island. Harris describes... Um, What's going to be going on here? And you see there's a lot of cats running around the island, which is a little weird. Lots of them. Tony was like, how much food is there on this island? Oh, cats which, are good predators. Also, they if they're not fixed, they will mate. You got lots of cats. <laughs> and they'll start eating each other. Until, Until there's, there's only, only two, two cats. And then you release them out. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, that's rats. Oh. Cat, rat, it sounds similar. They steep feed on the coconuts. They don't look the coconuts. They no longer eat coconut. You have changed the nature. <laughs> Friends, go back and listen to our Skyfall episode and you'll get that. Also, we should watch Skyfall. <gasps> I'm not on Skyfall yet either. I am currently on... I'm really? On Anaconda! I think I, think You're I really just finished back. Anaconda. I really am. I'm on the... Spe- I'm halfway through the specialist. <laughs> oh, poor Sharon Stone. <laughs> all right. So anyway, Gabe wants to know what all the point of this is. Harris tells them they need to get into the mind of a sociopath. And being on this island will help them do that. How? Not interviewing sociopaths or spending time with prisoners. But here they are, isolated. Yeah, go hang out on an island with each other. <laughs> go hang out with a bunch of cops on an island. That'll get you there. I can't remember what it was. Isolated and something else. Alone. 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 Confused. It's a psychological experiment. Yeah. Also, I don't think the FBI would allow this. Be like, hey, we're going to send you to this island. Well, and like I told Carly, this, this, every time they do stuff like this in movies, it upsets me because there was a TV show that was coming out that I was so hyped for called Citizen. I think it was called Citizen X. Mm-hmm. And it was a reality show. And what it is is you, they, they pick like 10 people or whatever and mm-hmm. they put them in the city. And the city's fake. It's like a small town. And everybody in it's an actor except for these 10 people. And one of them is a, ki- a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And he kills all of them. But they have to catch them before he kills them all. And I was yeah. like, man, it sounds cool as shit, but they were like, yeah, maybe this is the wrong thing to be putting out as a show, so they canceled <laughs> it. I was like, man, it sounds like it's going to be awesome. But what else? <laughs> now we're watching Lego Masters, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. All right. It'd be Lego. fun. We're going to watch the next episode of Lego Masters. That's what <laughs> now, we're going to do. But does Citizen X, were they randomly chosen out of all the contestants, yeah. or did you specifically sign up to be Citizen X? No. You, that's fucked up. <laughs> you were randomly picked. And then cool. you ran around and you killed people. You killed each of them, but but without not really killed. Yeah, you just you know, fake, <laughs> fake stab them or fake shoot them or whatever. That but you re- had to get away with it. See, that reminds me. We got an email at work. They want us all to go to this um, escape room thing, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, you all have to I go." Try I'm like, why would I have to go to something? It's the a team building exercise. What if I don't want to build team with these people? <laughs> the reason I don't like escape rooms is because I've talked to people, and some escape rooms have fake clues. And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, it's an escape room. Well, there's a door. It's locked. Kick it really hard. Yeah. Or you pick up a book and there's 32. I have done oh, one of those in Richmond as a work team building exercise like five years ago. How's, um, your, how's your team? Did it get built? We escaped. It doesn't work there anymore. There was two teams <laughs> and ours escaped and the other one did not. Ooh. I, I don't, but I we escaped wanna... two minutes late. So technically we all died anyways. No. I actually really like the people I work with, so I would totally do it with them. But I would also, 
enjoyed doing one with just like Tony and some well, friends. There's just like to six see or can get out. There's a couple of escape room places in Virginia Beach. We can totally go. I think we should do it. It'd be fine if one of us gets drunk first. You know what? We can do it for your birthday. It's coming up. Birthday is coming up. Your birthday is coming up. I don't. I hear your birthday's coming up. She's like, I don't want to do an escape room for your birthday. I was gonna say no. That sounds like fun, but. I can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, finally something People listen to this. talk about on the podcast. All right. All right. So anyway, we cut to um, Bobby's cooking dinner. No, not Bobby's cooking dinner. Lucas is cooking dinner. Bobby's playing with a Rubik's cube, hmm. which I've written down here as a tuna cube. But I know it's, there's no things a tuna cube. That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Autocorrect. <laughs> And it's also not Lucas that's cooking, it's JD. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. JD will come later. I'm fucking it's all of them. Anyway, so JD. I don't know most of their names. It's just like that dude who was dressed in Hawaiian clothes, and that dude <laughs> is in it's a wheelchair. JD, zero and cool. And that Christian smart Slater one. and zero cool. No cool J in the wheelchair. The millionaire and his wife, the movie star, I think the professor, and Marianne. And what do they call the blonde? Wet blanket. Yeah, wet blanket. So JD and Gabe are trying to get to know each other, and they're doing a little verbal sparring, if you will. And they're like, you know, all the feds are giving Gabe shit because he's not a fed. And he's like, really? Let me show you how this is done. And profiles the entire room, like, spot on. He's like, you, JD, you always want to be in charge. That's why you're always out, and you're always out front. Uh, Nicole, you're sleeping with one of these guys. (laughs) Um, He's like, Sarah, you always freeze up. And does you know the other one has yeah, yeah. a addictive personality and mm-hmm. one yeah they all and, and they're all like okay and then he walks up drops the mic and walks out because he's L O Cool J and he's like because he's like look just because I'm not an FBI doesn't mean I'm not a profiler I can totally be a profiler and work mm-hmm. for somebody else yeah. you're not better than me he's like look just, yeah you're uh, just because I'm not a Fed I want an around the way girl because Mama <laughs> said knock you out <laughs> so don't call to come back. <laughs> All right, cut to Sarah and Lucas outside the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't, I forgot to mention earlier, as the team arrived, there was, because this island is also used by military, there's a bunch of ducks in the water, and it says feds on them with glasses on. So now Sarah and Lucas are outside by the pool. Say, hey, what are you doing? Feeding the ducks. They talk about... They're big uh, rubber duckies. Yep, Sarah. That the Navy put there. I just said this. If you were listening, the words just came out of my mouth. Well, I wasn't. I well, don't know. <laughs> But these like navy humor. Mm. I'm scrolling through the trivia on IMDb. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> like so I, I literally just said, "Yeah, I'm going to say it again." All right, well, shit. Mm. So it's a big abandoned island. Yeah. You know, my grandmother had an island once, just once. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and listen to our uh, Johnny Dangerous. Johnny Dangerous episode. Thank you. Okay, so Sarah tells Lucas that she's not going to be a profiler. Lucas tells Sarah about how his parents both died. Hmm. It's like when he was ten. That's really weird. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, no, you were wrong. <laughs> um, but he got, but he said, he, you know what? My, my parents died, but I built a bridge and I got over it. And you should too. It's like, okay. He's like, the thing I've learned is that you don't confront your demons and you're okay. You confront them and you confront them and you confront them and you confront them. But he did say he lived a really hard life after his parents died. Until he turned 11. <laughs> I know. He said, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Life was really hard. I was out late all the time, just sleeping with any girl I came smoking, into. Smoking, drinking. Smoking, driving drinking. cars too fast. Poor guy. And, and then I turned 11. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good line. Uh, cut to Christian Slater. Zass. 
He's taking a shower. And Tony was like, oh, who's that? That's a Slater butt. Not Slater butt. <laughs> and we see that Gabe was right about Nicole's sleep with one of the profilers because now it's time for the shower hibbity dibbity scene. And why do these keep coming up in movies? <laughs> I don't know they're dangerous. Although, I will say... This is the third one. <laughs> but I will say it's been a progression because in the first one it was like, can we see less of these people naked? <laughs> Please, just a little bit. And then Skyfall, really it was a little bit naked. And this one is like, just Slater butt. You don't even yeah. see, uh, what's her name? We know Wood, she's there, but all we see is her feet. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I Tarantino like that. like that, but the rest of us are like, why aren't they wearing shower shoes? It's all, oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's a point. Yeah. Athlete's foot have, for the yeah. win. Or for the loss, I guess. I don't I mean, know. <laughs> Nobody wins with athlete's foot. But then again, I mean, do, do they? is this a regular thing? They, they drop people off this island, or is this something that Iceman came up with? And Tony was like, could any of them just, is this a communal shower? Could yeah. any of them just walk in? Well, there's no walls. I'm like, you're just going to be fucking this chick with all your comrades and like right there? Like, all, of a sudden, very, all of a sudden, Lucas comes in and takes a bath like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> it's very Starship Troopers of them. Yeah. Just open. Very co right oh, Starship Troopers. Maybe everybody else out. already showered. Or maybe, maybe she said, I'm going to shower, nobody come in. Maybe. Because she knows that the only other chick is outside crying by the rubber ducks. <laughs> True. All right, so we cut a shot to the profilers turning in for the night. And we see more cats. I don't know. They, they put an emphasis of cats on here. Like, oh, look at all the cats. But the cats really aren't that big. The cats seem anything. to be the only living things on it's the It's because cats are evil and atmospheric. And they are sociopaths. But they were Maybe cute. that's why they have to go to the <laughs> Sociopathic cats. Cats are sociopaths. Hey. They the, will kill just the because. The person <laughs> that plays the murderer in this movie is also cute, but that doesn't mean they aren't so cute. He wasn't a murderer. Or All she. Right, so the next day, Sarah's brushing her teeth. <laughs> or she. And she turns around and sees a cat fucking dead and strung up. Dead as shit. Gross. Like, dead yeah. as disco. All right. And the rest of the team runs in, and she's like, fucking dead cat. And they investigate the cat and find. They're like, Jesus, Harris, how the fuck did you get this here? This is creepy. <laughs> and they investigate the cat and find there's a watch stuffed in its mouth. And it seems to be a real dead cat. Yeah. Which. Well, they they had cats available. Yeah, <laughs> but you would think that. But this the is, the simulations have they all think been it's with part mannequins. Of, they think it's part of the simulation. Yeah. So you would think that it would be a fake cat. Yeah. To make them still think it's part of the simulation, has, rather than it has a real a badge cat. on its chest. It says FBI badge. Yeah. Watch up its ass. No, and it's not. Oh, get this. No, no. no. <laughs> it's not Christopher Walken. It's an uncle, uncomfortable hunk of metal in his ass. In his ass. <laughs> For right. Five years anyway. So the watch says. So what, the 10 watch o'clock? says ten o'clock. <laughs> Oh, God. And now we're going to say... Sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone involved. <laughs> Especially Christopher Walken. All right. So now... But but it's 9.30. And the team is out, and they're looking for a crime scene. They said, hey, let's split up, because this, this, that always ends well. They're supposed to find the crime scene this morning. That's yeah. what they were told to do. It's basically like a big... It's a big abandoned city, and it has mannequins everywhere mm-hmm. set up doing different things. So, you know, it's as pretty, if creepy people shit. lived here. Bus full of kids, yeah. cars, people, people walking, walking, fake dogs, and all kinds Shop of shopkeepers, diner patrons. Yeah, they're yeah. all mannequins. Have you ever seen uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith? It's a lot yeah. like that, where he sets up mannequins because he doesn't want to feel lonely. Yep. All right. I have so, not seen that. <laughs> you haven't? I thought about doing it for the weird. podcast. It makes me cry every time I watch it. It gets weird when he starts hitting on a mannequin. You don't. And gets rejected. You don't want to see that down. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it, the book is better. No, no. Yeah, well, Carly doesn't want to see like, that movie because he shoots a dog. 
Um, he does shoot a dog. But the but dog does he shoot a dog? Yeah, because the dog gets bit by the zombie. Well, maybe he breaks its neck. I don't know. He has to kill his dog. He has to kill his dog because his dog turns into a zombie. Spoiler alert for us. It's a good flick, but the ending is a little off. Hey, you guys want to talk about Mindhunters? Sure, why not? Okay. So, um, and so they split up in pairs. Mm-hmm. And Vince, who's in a wheelchair, I don't know if we mentioned that at all yet. Mm-hmm. We mentioned that one of them is in a wheelchair. Yeah, Vince is in a wheelchair. <laughs> you haven't mentioned that it's Vince, though. So. Okay, great. Um, he's partnered up with Gabe. And Vince is like, I'm not making a profiler. Fuck this shit. <laughs> he says, from- I'm on vacation. Because <laughs> yeah. Gabe's like, maybe we should look here. He's like, you do whatever the fuck you want. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm going to the beach or something. And wouldn't you know, the one guy is like, fuck this shit. I'm mobile. But if it <laughs> runs right into the crime scene, he's like, fuck. Velcom wears Harris, right? Yes. If Harris is such a weirdo, would you wouldn't part of you think that maybe he put that out so you would see that to fuck with you, and that would be part of the test? Or maybe you're not gonna make profiler, and you were too dumb to see that that was just a test. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I would still p- participate. You're already fucking here. You're still working for the FBI, whether you be yeah. profiler you or not. You might go up again, and if you go, well, I was. We weren't gonna let him be profiler, but then he went to the alley and was a prick and didn't participate at all. So we're not gonna let him ever be a profiler. Yeah. There's that. Or oh, you would still everybody wants a turn. <laughs> just because Harris recommends something doesn't necessarily mean I'm sure there's still right. a board of yeah, people and right. if they can see all of your cool island yeah. time shit, how you solved the case all by yourself while everybody else was fucking swimming with the ducks. Or fucking <laughs> or literally fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so this they find a, a woman strung up like a puppet, and the serial killer is known as the puppeteer. Ooh. And so they get there and they're like, wow, now I see why it's called the puppeteer. A little creepy. The team goes to work. Their friends have seen that, that shit on there. Searching for clues. Looking for clues. <laughs> they were told when they arrived that there's a full lab at their disposal. Yeah. So they can run fingerprints and blood samples and do DNA. all the shit they need to do. But they don't have <coughs> access to the outside internet, so they can't look up anything outside of what they're supposed to look up. Right. Because so, cause this is a real case. <laughs> they can't look it up. So, um, a radio turns on, and JD, who is uh, in charge, because he's always out front, yeah. mm-hmm. says, ooh, I better turn this off. And he turns it off. Just then, the radio breaks and sets off some dominoes. And dominoes start falling. It's like a Rube Goldberg machine, kind of. Yeah. Recently, I was at a children's museum where there were dominoes, and mm-hmm. I tried to set up some. And little kids kept knocking them down. But it took a long time. That yeah. is time-consuming. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you don't see it a lot. Ooh, I was had, like, shit, how long did this person spend setting up these dominoes? Audra had Domino Rally, which was a game that yeah, came with that. sheets. But you just, like, shake them and they stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. that's not the real thing. But I remember that being a thing. It was a game. It was called Like, Domino. dominoes, you have to take them and put one down and put it in the exact but space. That thing had the pre-space and on hinges. The problem with that setup, though, is what if they slammed the door when they came in? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what is all this domino shit? And I didn't even get a, a chance to check everything. Or if someone walks over because they're investigating the room and, like, knocks into them or something. Yeah, like, what are these hey, dominoes guys? for? <laughs> Just picks well, one up. Yeah. We used to set up dominoes all the time because dominoes were a cool thing when we were kids. So mm-hmm. I'd, Well, the internet wasn't fun. a thing yet, so. Yeah. Also it, did card houses, and you couldn't fight okay. with your brother or sister though, because if you were fighting with them, <gasps> they would not. They, they would not go over your They'd wait till you got mostly done too. That's like, infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> we did that to little Elaine. I was gonna say Elaine's that. reliving something over there. <laughs> she, she's very oddly specific about it. Elaine <laughs> might have done it to Audra. You <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Audra, did Elaine do that to you? I'm sorry. Were you like yes on March 15th? <laughs> <laughs> I spent three hours setting up time. I don't know. 
I don't know if Audrey recalls things like that. <laughs> I mean, I know she vividly remembers the time I bit her in the butt. <laughs> Jesus. I've heard that story a few times. It's a good story. When I go see Elaine's family, they feel they need to tell me these stories. Mm. And sometimes they're really good. You need to tell me them. They, you need like to know three. this. So oh, yeah, wow. but they'll tell me six times. <laughs> and I was a biter as a small child. And I was like three. And Audra answered the, the front door and wouldn't let me see who it was. So I bit her in the butt. And she moved. Oh. <laughs> Mom, Elaine bit me. Oh, man. I'm pretty Elaine, sure don't bite your sister. I'm pretty sure I got a whooping. Well, you shouldn't be biting your sister in the ass. All right, so JD turns off the dominoes, and and just at the end of the domino rally, a nitrogen bottle falls, boom, and it hits JD, and because the, the the gas is coming out, JD's like, oh, it's liquid nitrogen. He, the T- bottle doesn't hit T- him. 1000. You ever see the Terminator Two? Spray hits spray. It. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's like, this is not good. Instead of jumping and going, oh my, sh- this hurts, and jumping away, he stands there for a second. He's like, this is freezing me. <laughs> Like what? And then he's dead. And his, and his legs shatter, and yeah. then his torso breaks in half. Meanwhile, Nicole's going fucking crazy. Yeah, gay bastard, hold her back. And Sarah goes, "It's ten o'clock." Because <laughs> <laughs> she might be a wet blanket. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, a friend of yours, or at least somebody with the school with for a while, just died, and you're like, "Hey, look, it's ten o'clock." <laughs> or anyone that gets shattered by liquid nitrogen is. It gets a bit of a bit of more We're reaction. We're watching this and I'm like, it's ten o'clock. She goes, what? time of death. <laughs> yeah, this is a violent. This is a drastic change of pace from fake murderer profiling to actual murder. I just witnessed. Yeah. and I'm like, they've gone from investigators. Okay, to witnesses. <laughs> because this death, in, as far as movie death goes, is a little silly. <laughs> and I'm like, is this what this whole movie is gonna be? <laughs> you know what? Really cool freezing death. Jack Frost never did. Just saying. <laughs> Free someone and shatter their body. That would be a really cool snowman serial killer you know death. Had, you know what other movie had a really good freeze death? Terminator 2. Yes. But he didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Jason X. When he dripped their face in that liquid nitrogen. Yeah. And then smashed yes. on the table. Yes. That was, that was excellent. <laughs> Whoa. People do not use excellent and Jason <laughs> that in the was, same sense. We voted that as the best kill of that movie. We that did. I remember. kill was excellent. Was the good. movie was terrible. Yes. <laughs> when you say excellent, you got to do the air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the team is back at the... At Base, if you will. They wrap him up in a body bag. Yeah. Well, yeah. they collect all the stuff. Put him in a yeah. body bag! You got a broom and... Yeah. yeah. They carry him back. And, and then they put him in the freezer. Well, keep him frozen. You mm-hmm. know? They want to warm him up, so they put him in the freezer. Because they're supposed to be picked up on Monday. So they should bring his body home with them. Yeah. Well, you, you don't just leave a dead body in and out. Yeah. Why would he he probably has family. <laughs> Imagine. Gabe is sitting on the table and goes, hey, there's another watch here. And like, motherfucker, this one's set to noon. The team decides it's time to leave. Because since JD is dead, the game is over. They they have a very quick hour and a half here. They get a lot done. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas leads the team. He's like, F this, I'm mobile. They remember like a dock and a boat. Yeah. So they're heading for the boat. Lucas is out front, you see. And he's like, come on, guys, I know the way. Just then you hear, dee, 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 dee. And Lucas yells. Shit. They're on the dock. Everybody's down there except for... Yeah, they're on the dock of the bay. Yes. Uh-huh. And then, boom! Except for Vince, who can't get down to the beach very easily because he's in a wheelchair. Right. And so, boom! Wheelchairs don't sudden, move so easy on the sand. No. <laughs> and the hill. So now Sarah's in the water, JD's in the water, 
Not JD. Lucas. JD yeah. is in is in uh, freezer. <laughs> oh, he's chilling. So yeah, he's chilling and grilling. He's like Sarah, Sarah, get her out of the water, get her out of the water. This is Lucas. And he's like, back up, I got this. He's like, oh, he's trying to score points. Because Gabe he is trying to, to help. Yeah. He's and like he a, won't yeah, let he's Gabe He's like a soft help. 17. Which, Hit that. this is ridiculous. Because, like, I know what happened to Sarah and why she's afraid of the water. But you guys don't know this at this point. Yeah. And it's yeah. so weird. Like, why is he acting like this? She's not panicking. She's not freaking out. Well, she freezes. Uh, she just well, starts <laughs> sinking. And I'm like... Did she die when she touches water? What no, is going on with this but movie? <laughs> she was just in an explosion. Yes. She could have been knocked kind yeah, yeah. of silly. So, so yeah, like, it's go get her out of the water. But once you have her out of the water, calm just, the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, when it pulls it, her up, she's obviously conscious, but she's not panicking like she's going to drown or acting like somebody who doesn't know how to swim. So it doesn't make sense that he's freaking out so much about get her out of the water, get her out of the water. And then he pulls her up a beach. And he's like, "It's okay." And he's like patting her like you would a small child. It's okay. I got you. It's okay. I got you. Like All right. she's not okay. even doing anything. It's so weird. And Gabe's like, "I can help." And he's like, "Get away!" And you're like, "But also, do you dude, want take it down seven do you notches?" Want a, a possible first responder to be someone that if they touch water, they shut down. No, yeah, that's not a good idea. No, FBI is not first responders. No, but they could be. No, I mean, Never? they could be. I really don't know. I mean, if, they're, if they're driving by. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying they're people with a badge that could respond to If something. they're driving by and someone's drowning, I guess they would have to jump in and get you. I don't want anyone don't, in that position. To I don't know. Freezing. I'm, sure, I'm sure there's plenty of cops that are afraid of the water. Like that? That can't swim and shit like that. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Well, no. if you can't swim... What's the difference between not being able to swim and someone who pan- who kind of shuts down at water? You're both fucking drowning. <laughs> You're right, both so, fucking drowning. So she wouldn't pass the swim call. <laughs> I don't remember there being a swim call in the police academy. In the FBI, we saw a point break. <laughs> Got to get the bricks off the bottom. Utah, get two bricks. <laughs> No, that's I, one. I did not two. see. Welcome to break. SeaWorld, kid. <laughs> but the SWAT guys didn't take a pool test, and neither did the police academy guys. I saw those movies. This is FBI. This is FBI. We know Utah and um, had went to the pool. <laughs> it's not podcast canon. We haven't done that movie it's yet. It's not podcast canon. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Elaine Warp's reality. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine Warp's nope. reality is like, no. <laughs> Doesn't count. We haven't done it yet. It's not podcast canon. <laughs> All right, so now the team starts to believe that Harris is behind this whole thing, and they want to hunt him down. Because they don't want to die. Because they don't want to die. They can't get any outside communication. They can't call anybody. There's nothing they can do. They're trapped on this island. So they just pulls a gun out of his ass. Yeah. No. And racks the slide. Wait, let me fucking finish the sentence. And... Rafa says, did he pull that gun out of his ass? <laughs> I call him Rafa. Rafa. Because they're all like, too bad we couldn't bring our guns. We don't even have weapons. And he's like, I got my fucking gun. It's a, I don't leave anywhere without my gun. And just then, Vince shoots a lock. And it looks like Sarah Connor had been here because they have got guns for days. Now yes. they have access to all the military weapons that are stored on this it's island. It's the military With live ammo. Yes, but with live ammo? Yeah, yeah it's an armory. Yeah, but what do you need live ammo for? It should all be sim rounds yeah. or I know they're shooting rounds. mannequins, but when you do it, you make the the threat level zero is you shoot with sim rounds or like paintball guns or whatever. In then the if one you crack one up on one of your paintball. guys, oh shit, sorry dude, instead yeah. of killing no, him. Yeah. I'm thinking of that episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine we watched where they're sorry, we didn't do that on the podcast. It's, it's not, not podcast. podcast. Yeah. 
I was confused for a second, forgetting that that is not yes. the way they did their simulations. Anytime you're training, the less live rounds you use, probably the better. <laughs> and Gabe finds, hey, look, we have heat vision. Yeah. So they go hunting on the on the island, and Gabe finds cats. And birds. <laughs> Lots of them. He's like, there's so many cats. And we're um, like, what is the range on those heat vision thingies? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They use heat rays to hunt for people instead of actually clearing the fucking buildings, which seems dumb. <laughs> well, they're, you know, they're not SWAT. They're FBI profilers. <laughs> so Sarah and Lucas are in the infirmary, and they're fixing uh, Lucas's shoulder because when it went boom, he caught one in, in the wing. Caught a bunch of splinters. Shrapnel, if you will. <laughs> he caught a bunch of splinters. Man, watch out for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. There you not, go. That's not podcast cam. No, that's not podcast cam. <laughs> the team is at the table trying to figure out what's going on, and now it's 12 o'clock and none of them are dead. Sarah realizes that no one else is on the island. They all go for their guns, but just then Lucas busts in with uh, with, a, with a book of maps and he throws it at Gabe. He's like, what the fuck is with this, man? And Gabe's like, I can explain that. And they're all pointing guns at Gabe now. But only for a second, because soon after, they all fall asleep. Yeah. And, and fall we're down. all drinking coffee, and yep. they're, they're all like, asleep. They keep telling Gabe to put his hands up, and he puts his hands up, and he's like, I can explain, and then he passes the fuck out. And I said, and I thought, don't drink your fucking I thought coffee. He was dead. <laughs> all right. Anyway, and then they all fell hey, asleep. Drink your coffee. My so. coffee is gone. Uh oh. And it's mine. I don't feel good. Oh. <laughs> no one of us is not drinking coffee right now. It's, it's Tony. Tony. <laughs> I live with Tony. <laughs> uh oh. He's murder soft. So a bunch of time passes. <laughs> anyway, so Bobby's the first to wake up, followed by Gabe. And Bobby handcuffs Gabe and tells, sit down. Just then everybody wakes up like, yo. And Gabe reasons with the group telling them that he stayed. So that makes him not the killer. If it was me, I'd have left. Like, he's got a point. It's a mm-hmm. really good point. Also, we all drank the coffee. We all passed out. Like We all drank the coffee. The only person who didn't... And think about it. I didn't make the coffee. Rafe made the coffee. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and that motherfucker's now, still sleeping. At some point between right now and the last kill, the explosion on the boat, Tony was like, who do you think it was? I was like, I don't know. That dude, the quiet dude, Rafe. Well, because I said, it's Isaac, and you were like, it's Rafe. And I said, you think it's Rafe? I was like, like, yeah. I don't know. Who's Isaac? Or what's what's his name? Zero Zero Cool. Cool. Tony thought it was Lucas. Lucas Lucas. And I was like, I don't have any idea. I guess Rafe, because he showed up in the Hawaiian clothes. He's like, eh, we're going to have fun. And then they're like, Rafe, you made the coffee. Don't you want to defend yourself? You could be the killer. And they pull him up, because he's the only one still head down on the table. And his head just comes right <laughs> off. I was like, all right, it's not him. <laughs> so like, well, unless he's that good. <laughs> Clearly not the But his killer. body seems to be missing all of its blood. Hmm. Exsanguinated, yeah. as it were. And we find two wristwatches in all of his blood. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of numbers written on like a, a, a big glass a big wall, glass wall yeah. or something. And yeah, there's two watches. The team interrogates Gabe. And he's adamant, I'm not the killer. He tells them he's an FBI investigator and he's here looking into Harris. He's with Harris the Department is, of no, Justice? He, yes. He's not an FBI investigator. No, no, no. I say federal investigator, not an FBI agent. But there's a difference. You said... He's federal an investi- FBI investigator. I said federal investigator. Whatever. Listen to the playback. We'll find out. Anyway. <laughs> I think Elaine's going to be right. He works with the Department of Justice. He's investigating Harris. I'm reading my notes. It says federal investigator. Yeah, but I don't think you actually said that, so okay. I was trying to correct you because it's not what he was. <laughs> he was here to investigate Harris because some people don't like his name. Oh, sorry. 
And they, they're suspicious of his methods. I think Harris is tripled. So what do you do when um, when you have a killer and a loose, the team separates again? And they're trying to locate the killer. And there's two watches, so they split up into groups of two. <laughs> they're going to check for traps because this is getting them nowhere. And Gabe is handcuffed in the basement. Yeah, in the boiler room. And Vince, Vince is watching him. How did Vince get down there? Don't worry about that. There's an elevator. And so Nicole and Lucas are going to check for traps. And Kate and the smart guy, I can't remember his name, are trying to figure out what the numbers are. Her name is Sarah. Okay. Her real name is Kate. I'm sorry. Sarah and (laughs) Bobby. And Bobby are going to... They're trying to figure out what the numbers are. Because she's convinced these numbers are a clue or they're an answer or something is happening. These numbers are important or they wouldn't be Yeah, Sarah's obsessed with the numbers. And we're like, oh, wait a and minute. And he has some insight because he figures out what the numbers are. It's the speed of light. Which pissed me off because I was like, I knew that. I didn't get it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you weren't thinking about it. I wasn't. Mm. All right, so Sarah turns off the like, oh, light. Turn off the lights. So we turn off the lights and we see that there's letters. I wrote numbers, but it's actually letters are written on everybody's back. Yeah. And UV paint. Mm-hmm. Invisible Phosphorus. ink. Phosphorus. Yeah. All right, now it's six. Vince see that there's a leak, and suddenly it's a big leak, and all the lights fall. Downstairs in the basement. Yeah, where in Vince the hallway, is. the where Vince is watching Gabe, who's handcuffed to a pipe. Yep. So I'll skip the rest of my sentence because they jumped in and said. <laughs> well, that. you didn't well, just. Grow well, it. you didn't let me finish the sentence. We are discussing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so now Gabe pleads with him to turn off the power. He says, "Give me. You need to turn off the power. Can you reach the power? No, I can reach the power." Give me your gun so I can shoot myself free instead of give me a handcuff key. But whatever. He says, give me your gun. He's in a metal bed. Right. Well, he wants to use the gun anyway. Well, what had happened was Vince was in the hallway in his wheelchair when the water, hallway fills up with water and the lights fall down. And he gets out of his wheelchair and is hanging from a pipe. This is important. <laughs> and he didn't say that. We're not there yet. No, he's hanging from the pipe. And he's like, and Gabe's like, can you reach the thing? And... He's like, I can. You have to give me my gun, and I can turn the power off. And Vince, who's just hanging there, throws him his gun. Okay. So now Gabe has the gun. He shoots the handcuff, Mm -hmm. and then he starts shooting holes in the wall. Mm -hmm. And then he uses those holes to make hand and and, and foot holes. He climbs it on the wall. First, he takes off his shirt so we can see all his arms. (laughs) All of them. All of them. He's like Goro. He has like four. All of his wonderful muscly arms. Muscly arms. arms. All right, let's... <laughs> he does curls for who? The girls. <laughs> Why do you look so angry? You do this to us all the time. Let me know when you're done. So he impressively rock climbs his way to the thing and turns the power off. Yep. Meanwhile, Just Vince, in time. Because Vince is yelling, I, I can't hold on, I can't hold on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And you forgot to mention that the rest of the team is coming down the stairs. They heard the gunshot. And Vince is yelling, and like, don't come down the, the stairs. Don't go in the water. Don't go in the water. Then it's Gabe, electrified. And then Gabe turns the water off, turns the, the power, power off, off, and Gabe falls in the water. And he's like, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. Ooh, I'm alive. Sorry. That's a song. <laughs> Rumor has it. Um, Bobby explains that whoever's doing this is really smart. And they've done their homework. And they know a lot of cool things. And just then the team looks and goes, doesn't Bobby do all that? Because he's like, people take specialty classes to learn how to do shit like this. And they're like, like you did? (laughs) And now Bobby's walking over to the water main to shut it off. And they're all like, holy shit, it's Bobby. 
And he looks back, and they're all like, uh, and he tells them all, fuck off. <laughs> Just then, he turns the water off, fucking arrows. <laughs> Tony, you want to talk about this one? The, the, three, the three harpoons? Yeah. Yeah, because you saw them in the beginning, because they're pulling out, they pull out like a machine gun and a couple of uh, pistols, and then there's... There's uh, underwater spears. I was like, those are coming back. <laughs> and then he turns the little valve, and three of them fucking hit him, two in the chest and one in the throat. And I was like, God damn. We've I was like, yeah. He's all that. I can't when, though. Uh, it was Jason. It was I'm sure arrow. Deep Blue Sea. Didn't someone die in that? By, oh, no, he got, it, he, got his, he got it in his leg, right? I don't yeah. know, but LL Cool J's head was like a shark fin, so. No. Well, anyway. Thomas Jaden got a harpoon through the leg, through the shark's fin. That's what it was. And Fuck. he did Got it. His ripped out of his leg by the fence. Yeah, because he's not used to being above water. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so Sarah is washing her hands. We cut to Sarah washing her hands, and Lucas and Nicole have found another watch. And you all need to get back together. So they, but they figure out with this, two watches means two traps, at that time, because this was the water and the light trap, and the harpoon gun trap. The harpoon gun. So that's two. Right, they're sitting about, and they're but trying. But it could have killed three people. <laughs> yeah. So it's not necessarily two deaths. It could have killed everybody tracks. if they were all yeah, downstairs. Yeah, they were just running yeah. downstairs. Could trying to figure out what all the letters on the clothes mean, and they're just trying to get the words together, and yeah. they're doing some, you know, just trying to come up with words. Not to like Croatan. Like, well, there you go. Yep. Vince is like, oh hey, I know about Croatan, and Sarah motivates the team that the killer is bad, and they've had to make mistakes. And we get a, um, sorry, before that, Vince describes the story of Croatan, how settlers, settlers came, came uh, from England and to this island. It wasn't Croatan. It was another island somewhere. Yeah. Roanoke, and, I thought it was. Sure, Roanoke, Roanoke Island. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened like right around here. Yeah. I know. I yeah. learned about it as an elementary student. So, yeah. <laughs> so a bunch of settlers were there, but when they come back, everybody's just fucking dead. And there's only a word. Two years later, I think. Yeah. And the only thing everybody's Croatoa. fucking gone. I don't think Croatoa. I don't, it wasn't Croatan. Because I was like, Tony yeah, said Croatan. Croatan, Croatan. And I was like, Croatan. that's a beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Croatan because that's also me. So yeah. And the only thing that was left is a word that said Croatoa. Carved into a tree. Mm-hmm. So now we get our 90s sounding montage and the team goes to work doing all kinds of cool CSI stuff. Because now they're going to process the scene and try to figure out who it is. Mm-hmm. And, now they, and they found blood under the fingernails of... Um, Rafe. Him. Yep. <laughs> Which is weird. Well, he fought back. How? Everybody was passed out. Shh. <laughs> If All you right. thought about it for three Shh. seconds, they would realize it didn't make I didn't sense. say there wasn't any fucking plot holes in this movie. I said it was <laughs> No, no, that's not a plot hole. It's them not thinking about it. If they had just... Con- this is why none of them are passing. <laughs> if they had considered it for three seconds, they would have realized that that had to be planted evidence. Right. Anyway, so... Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take blood from everybody and that blood, and we're going to analyze it, and we're going to see who the killer is. Because Cole knows how to do and this. that will take an hour. That's exactly how much time they have <laughs> to do a DNA sequence. All right, so now they're about to, you know, see the results of the blood test, and Sarah's like, "Wait a minute, everybody, put your guns on the table." So, because everybody's got, you know, everybody's got heat, if you will. So they put their guns on the table, and Vince is like, "Fuck you! No one takes away my gun." And we're like, "That won't come back to bite you in the ass later." <laughs> but LL Cool J just goes and like takes it from him. He's like, "I'm not giving taking." Because he was like, "You can have my chair before you can have my gun," and he. Knocked and out of his chair and he's gonna take it. Cool J walks up, grabs the gun, 
kicks him in the chest, and <laughs> he falls out of his chair, and then walks over and drops his gun on the table. And Vince is like, you're an asshole. <laughs> the results are in, and Sarah's the killer. The wet blanket. <laughs> and everybody points their guns at her and she's like whoa um, it's not me and Lucas is like yeah it's not her <laughs> sure like I know her and she he's defending her like she's got beer flavor nipples this she whole did movie. not do mm. this and she might who knows alright and they've proven um, Nicole's like fuck you I'm killing her right now <laughs> and they say well hey Vince tells everybody that Sarah wasn't going to make profiler and this is, could be her revenge and that's her motivation Sarah pleads that um, no <laughs> Oh, I don't like, want to kill you you're all. You're fucked up because your sister's death when you were a kid or however yeah. long her, ago it was. Her sister died and Her drowned. sister was drowned okay, and was raped repeatedly. And it was never solved. So Gabe interrogates Sarah, who denies it, and calls out, What? Nothing. I'm just swinging my ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> like to like, swing you're my shaking ponytail. your head. He's like, I'm, Where's the next trap? He says the same thing like seven times. Where's the next trap? He's not a very good interrogator. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Where's the next trap? I don't know. Where's the next trap? Yeah, I'm like, um, there's a little more to interrogation than this. But where is the trap? When is the trap? Where is the yeah, trap? That's what when he is says. the trap? Yeah. Where is the trap? I was waiting for him to go. When I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. No, the reason why he kept asking is because he's seen Austin Powers. You see. Yeah. And if you ask the same three question times. three times, <laughs> and for some reason, he has to ask. He answered three times. No, because the second one was a new line of questioning. Sarah calls out Nikki for some reason, and then Nikki like freaks out, and is like "fuck this, I'm leaving." Gabe's like, "bitch, if you leave, you're not allowed back here." And she's we, like, "that's fine." We all fun. stay together now, because that's the only way we can prevent yeah. or and try to prevent another death from happening. Like we also we all forgot you were in this movie, so if you leave. <laughs> and you I remember seeing this her. movie for the first time, going, "she's dead." <laughs> well, we all did. As soon yeah. as she walked out the door, she's dead. She's not going to survive. No. No. All right. She's like, if I'm by myself, I know who I can trust. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and Gabe continues to interrogate Sarah, and Sarah's like, no. And Lucas is behind her, backing her up, and there's a whole room full of guys just thinking shit up, and there's a room full of guys backing them up. White horse. <laughs> White house. Oh, sorry, that's another movie. Anyway, so Sarah finds uh, that each death... Wait a minute, wait a minute. This was, this was not random. These were targeted. The killer is targeting our weaknesses. And it's like, wow, maybe you should be an FBI oh, profiler. And it was based on their skills and their character traits. That's how they died. And they worked through it. And this dust their weaknesses. And how would each one of them would want was going to die. And we cut to Nicole, who has an addictive personality and just quit smoking. And all of the cigarette machines in this city... Drop a cigarette out of it. A cigarette <laughs> they, pack. They've all been empty, though. Like, as she gets more stressed out, you've seen her try yeah. to get cigarettes out of it. You that. haven't seen her put money in that machine, though. <laughs> and just then, like, there's only one light in the entire island, and it's on this one pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and Nicole picks it up and is like, yep, this doesn't look suspicious. And she's out there, and she decides to have herself a smoky. And as they're all realizing that... Um, what's his Bobby was targeted because they knew he would turn off the water yeah. and JD was targeted because they knew he would turn off the and the coffee strong, because yeah. Rafe always has to have his coffee yeah, yeah. alright and just then we see Nicole smoke and, and all of a sudden like, shit Nicole <laughs> all of a sudden the acid that was in the cigarettes is released because now the cigarettes are burning through the yeah. fucking the she ground just took, she just took a big drag of the acid something, into her lungs 
something about when she lit the cigarette, liquefied the acid or something, because yeah. it like drips onto her like foot or something. Yeah, gets in her mouth and then it's weird. Yeah. And it's some powerful acid. Yeah, <laughs> it do. It doesn't seem like it should do that. I mean, like obviously, I have I no problem with it killing her. But it doesn't seem like it should do so much damage that her face like, like a, fucking melts or whatever. It looks like a Truth.com vape commercial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's scary. This is what vaping is. Because, like, some got on her finger and she licked her finger and she had already taken yeah. the drag and some got on her boot. Now, now she's just completely melted. Like, her chest. <laughs> like, she's got a white shirt on so you can see, like, blood coming through her shirt. So, like, yeah. her whole chest is melted through? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? It's alien blood. Too. Anyway, so the team finds her just as time to see her fall into the water. And she dies. She did. <sighs> she was not coming back from the face melting. <laughs> Nobody she comes back from you. that. And Lucas tries to tell the team that, look, Sarah isn't the killer. Trust me, I know her. Just then we hear Harris's voice over the PA system. And it sounds like he's fucking with them. Yeah. And they're all like, Harris is here? He's been watching us the whole time. All those cameras all the island? That was a clue. <laughs> well, they knew they were gonna be watched. Yeah. Like and the cameras, whether it was them. in real time or when they were gonna review the tapes later. The team is under surveillance because yeah. they have to be able to analyze how, like. especially the shower room. Anyway, <laughs> so and they go to hunt Har- uh, Harris. Um, They're but, like, but we did the heat sensors. Well, we didn't look places but, where the heat sensors wouldn't show. Us. But first, yeah. But for some reason, they decide that Vince isn't going with them because he's on wheels. They handcuff him, his chair, to a desk. Sure. And they head out, and I Vince can't is like, remember. Why don't oh. they let Vince try to come with them? I don't know. Slow him down, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Vince goes, oh, you tried to F this. Uh, I can climb. And he hops out of his chair, and he starts climbing his way away. He still thinks it's her, I think. And they're like, no, it wasn't her. And then they handcuff him, and she goes as they're leaving. She's like, hide somewhere. Don't tell me, and don't tell them. Just go hide somewhere till Monday. <laughs> Also, wouldn't everybody have handcuff keys? Yes. <laughs> Except would for, they? I would automatic. I mean, I have them on my keys. <laughs> like have handcuff keys. If well, you have access to a fucking huh? He has them for when he was in the sheriff's store. Yeah, so, but that was a really long time ago. And he still carries around handcuffs. Just on his keys in case you get handcuffed. What's happened? So Vince decides he's going to the morgue. Why is he going to the morgue? Because he knows there's a gun in the morgue. Yep. Mm, it's Rafe's but gun. But he has a gun. He just doesn't have bullets. Yeah, well, his gun was out. If you let me finish the sentence. <laughs> so he goes to the morgue to get a what? He gets Rafe's gun, takes the magazine out of the gun, throws away the gun, and puts that magazine into his gun. Mm-hmm. So now he's got some some bullets. He's got bullets and a gun. If he was on an island, he'd be very <laughs> dead. But. If he was on a Galapagos. What happened to him just you as, me, he Vic? Gets, <laughs> as he gets bullets for his gun? The door closes. And he's trapped in the freezer. I was like, is he going to die in the freezer? Is he just going to freeze to death? <laughs> this happened in another movie. <sighs> Jack Frost 2. A few other movies. <laughs> Jack Frost 2. <laughs> All right. So we hear Harris talking down to the team, how weak they are. And they find Harris strung up like a puppet. Like, oh, I guess it's not Harris. And the <laughs> other guys with him, everybody in that room is dead. They go yeah. back to the original puppeteer, puppet master thing, and they find a trap door, which... Why they decide to search that room and look under a carpet, we'll never know. Not explained. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was cutting that part out. I know, but it's amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they hear the. Don't they hear something underneath it? Maybe. Yeah, they hear. It Val seems Kimmel like talking. the noise is louder in yeah. that original area. I don't know. They yeah. go down there and everybody's dead, and then they turn it off, and I'm like, "Don't turn it off!" Didn't you see how JT died? <laughs> no, no, <right? laughs> I was like, well, "Why are you turning it off?" 
there's music that plays. So like you, they see the end of this recording, and then music plays, and then they go to turn it off. And I was like, I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't touch shit. But they have to do something because it animate am animates Val Kilmer puppet, and that is upsetting. All right, so none of you pointed out there's a video showing I just in the said background. That. Oh, did you say that I wasn't listening? <laughs> oh, how's that feel? That. How's that feel? All right. Anyway, so now the meat puppet comes to life, and it starts to sing and dance, and it's really creepy. Yeah. I mean, Lucas that's not shoots actually at the mechanism, but, <laughs> but he doesn't right. walk over and turn it off. He shoots at it. Yeah. It doesn't work though. It doesn't shut shut it off. All right, so Gabe shuts it off. But the video shows tortured Val Kimmer yeah. taunting the killer to just kill him and end it because he's a pussy. He doesn't say that. He implies it that the killer's just a pussy. Okay. All right. And we're down to three, and they all pull their guns, and they're pointing at each other. Um. They run, uh, they run through the town, and there's dummies popping up, and the team starts shooting. Cause they're trying to get out of town. Lucas runs to Sarah, and we see that, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so we're down to three, yada, yada, yada. They're running around. Lucas and Sarah are we're all trying to fight. Gabe stands over them and looks like he's, you know, the bad motherfucker. <laughs> I was, at this point, still open to the possibility that there was mm-hmm. another person hiding on this island yeah. that was fucking with them. <laughs> so then all these bullets start firing, and I'm like, is somebody on top of a building just shooting at them? <laughs> well, it does. Because there's a lot of bullets being fired all of a sudden. <laughs> it's unclear who shoots first, but it's the mannequins moving mm-hmm. around that set them off. Like, yeah. they see movement, so they start shooting. And then Sarah's like, stop shooting! Stop shooting! Stop shooting! But and Lucas catches shooting. a bunch in the chest and that's goes down. Happens. All right. Gabe stands over and is like, that's what you get for being too fearless or something like that. <laughs> yes, exactly what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, Sarah. And he gets all like creepy. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> that was- she was hiding under a bus. And she climbs up into, into the, bus. the bus. And now she runs to get to Vince. Who's at, excuse me, at the morgue. But um, just then, for some reason... Vince is like all creeped out and pointing guns around, mm-hmm. and he's by the he gets into the elevator. Here's movement. Somebody is here, and he's like, he "Oh, it's you!" And goes freezer. to shoot yes. this person for no reason. Like he has no reason to believe anybody coming to see him is the killer. He just puts himself in the elevator, which is a good idea. No one come from behind you, great. But whoever comes at him now, he just decides to fucking plug him. That could have been, "Hey, our ride's here." <laughs> <laughs> Ronald McDonald's here. Wow. We just found some Burger King. We don't know. I guess because but nobody go- was like calling to him. Hey, Vince. But anyway, this doesn't work out for Vince. Or Vince maybe let me finish the- a sentence, please. Vince goes to shoot him and then you can do your maybe or and change the world as you see it. So then he goes to shoot his gun. His gun explodes and kills him, shoot himself in the face. So it's you want to infer that the person that he saw on the elevator was not Sarah, but was... Or could have been Sarah, but was the killer. So perhaps the person was pointing their gun at him, so he shot them. But I want to know is where he got that gun. What gun? The gun that killed him. That was his gun. It's his gun, but the bullets. The bullets were in Rafe's gun. Mm-hmm. So the killer knew that he was Vince was out of bullets and was going to go for bullets. He act, This is actually explained in the movie He's, they, when he pontificates. And he says, I knew we would go for the bullets. So he treated it's those bullets. as his gun. Is his gun. So 
so he treated those bullets to explode. Okay. All of the bullets in the magazines in the morgue were probably treated. Okay. Because <laughs> Tony was like, but I thought LL Cool J is the one that gave him that gun. <laughs> yeah, because, well, <laughs> we'll get to that at the end. Took it. All right, so. LL Cool J used all his bullets yeah. when he shot the wall. So he was out of bullets. So Sarah goes downstairs and finds Vince is dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gabe yeah. jumps her from behind, and there's a bit of a tussle. Until she pulls her weapon on him. Because Gabe thinks it's her. Yeah. Because he saw Lucas die, and she thinks it's Gabe. Well, because they're the only two left alive. The only ones left. Because there's two people left, and they're both convinced the other person. That's yes. how that works. I think it's Tony. Why? Because me and Tony are both the only ones here. Point, and it's not me. I was, the audience are led to believe it is Gabe. Now, I was convinced it was Lucas until he died, and then I was like, holy was shit, Tony. is it her? <laughs> I thought it was her. Because I, I, I never her. believed it was LL Cool J. I did. When when Lucas got shot in the chest, I was like, "Tell her cool." And then he stood over him, and then he went looking for her. She couldn't have shot him like that. She was under a bus, and he was standing up, and he got all fucking blasted in the chest. I was like, "She couldn't have done that shot." It didn't make any sense to me. But but. anyway, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. All right. Uh, So there's a bit of a standoff, and they're trying to get the upper hand on each other. Um, Gabe was able to. Hit her and then start beating the bejesus out of her. Because now he's out of bullets. He tries to shoot at mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Doesn't work. But all of a sudden, Lucas comes out of nowhere and makes the save. Lucas and Gabe fight, and um, Tony goes, "There is no way Zero Cool is beating up LL Cool." No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jamie Fox knocked that LL Cool. Uh, I'll was... give it to Jamie Fox before I give it to Zero Cool. <laughs> Remember, just because you look all tough doesn't mean you have to fight. Was that in a movie though? No, but if you no, that was a, that was on the set of a movie. Um. The the. The legend is that on the set of Any Given Sunday, LL mm-hmm. Cool J was giving Jamie Foxx a lot of shit and was mm-hmm. like, you know, get mm-hmm. just fucking with him. You know, and Jamie Foxx was like, enough. I've had enough of your shit. I will knock you out. And LL Cool J was like, fuck it. Mama said knock he's you like, out. He's like, bring it. He's like, I'm tough. So they had a fight and Jamie Foxx knocked him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamie Foxx apparently street tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he made that, uh, that face and went, gotcha. No, that mm-hmm. last part's not true. The whole un- thing may not be true. That's a legend. He was unchained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so now where the hell am I? Uh, Gabe wins the fight, but um, Sarah knocks him out with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> and LL Cool J is just laying there. Sarah helps Lucas up, and he shows her, look, I was wearing a vest. And you go, oh, okay, mm. yeah, sure. Sarah explains that. Which at um, that point, I would have been wearing a vest, too. So, <laughs> and it, at that point, they're like, wow. And Sarah explains I knew this person. I knew the killer. The killer was obsessed. Everything had to be right on time with the with the clocks is why they kept putting watches and everything was right on time. So I fucked with him. I set the clock back 15 minutes and I knew the killer would see that and fix it. And he did. And I knew that he would fix it and I put that phosphorus paint on there. So now when I pull up this black light, click, and I'll show you his hands and he's going to glow. That shows he's the killer. She goes over to LL Cool J and shows his hands and there's nothing on no there. No glow. And then you, she looks over at, at Zero Cool and his hands are glowing like yeah. fucking show enough. He goes, well, this is awkward. Because <laughs> he said something like, do you think they're going to believe us or something? And she's like, oh, we have proof. And then she explains the clock thing. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think that's proof because all she would have to do is put phosphorescent paint on his hands after she murdered him. And then, oh, he must have been the killer. Mm. <laughs> well, Lucas grabs Sarah and explains to her why... Um, that when he was sitting there next to the body of his dead parents, dead parents, after he had just killed them, <laughs> this cop walks over and asks him if he wants gum. 
And he's like, Not why did you kill your parents? He's like, I thought they would ask me why did I kill my parents. And then it came to me. Lucas explains that killing is like a drug. And the more you do it, the, the more you want to do it. And then breaks down how he killed everyone. I didn't go through everything, but he uses their strengths against them. He knew that this guy was going to do this, yada, yada, yada. Or their weaknesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and he leans in to kiss her, which is weird. Because he's like... <laughs> That's not weird. He says something like, your baggage isn't your only weakness, your other weakness is me. And he, he leans loves in to kiss her. her. And then she falls down the stairs. It's to avoid kissing him, she's like, fuck it, stairs, go. <laughs> but mean, she's impressive rolling down those stairs. Yeah. It's pretty clear that he likes her and was going to let her live, <laughs> I think. If she could deal with the, the fact that he's a serial killer? No, no. <laughs> he was trying to frame LL Cool J, and it was pretty clear that he was never going to kill her. Yeah. Or it wasn't in his... It seemed to me that it was not in his original well, plan to kill her because they were going to be... Bond over this terrifying experience and get married and have babies. Uh, well, some things have changed because now he tries to drown her. Well, now she knows that he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah, because if some if everything had gone according to his plan, they yes, and she they had nothing to do with the clock, yes. they would have both been the survivors. Yes, and they would have been right. together. Yeah, we heard you the first time. I feel you. So, no, yeah. I didn't quite understand you. He the first was time, shipping but I do now. <laughs> Don't know. So now he's drowning her like fucking. It's um, show nothing, Bruce Leroy. Go back and listen to our episode in Last uh, yeah. Dragon to hear that one. Our second one. <laughs> <laughs> our second episode. So at first she's flailing like, oh, don't kill me. And then she gets all calm like she's frozen in the water. And he's like, haha, she's dead. But she kicks him in the ass. She sees she Nicole's body him. in the water. And her gun. And then she, they jump in the water and she goes and swims and grabs Nicole's gun. And... Uh, Zero Cool has a gun. Stop. It's your fault, Tony. Lucas has a <laughs> Lucas gun. Lucas has a gun. And they're far enough away to when they shoot, the bullets have enough resistance to where they don't reach and just like fall. Tony was like, underwater gun. <laughs> but they keep shooting at each other for a while until they figure out, you know what? This isn't going anywhere. I'm going to put my hand above the water. <laughs> and their guns are both out of the water and they just wait like someone's got to get air first. Yeah, which is dumb because you can get air without actually coming out of the water. Yeah. Get yeah. there all slow, like all you, do, the water. Yeah. all you have to do is turn your face up and open it. Also, Sarah shouldn't be that good of a swimmer. No. <laughs> she should not be able to hold her breath against this it's guy. It's not, even for, even for an experienced swimmer, swimming fully clothed is hard, especially with shoes on. And she shouldn't be a good swimmer. She should be having problems. She is afraid of the water. <laughs> she has. She been, shut down she, earlier. Like, she hasn't been swimming since what? She was probably a teenager, and she has okay. trouble in the water. Yeah, I don't, I'm not getting it. All right, anyway, but Lucas is the first one to have to go up to catch breath, and she shoots him. Ba-doom! And she probably wouldn't be that good at holding mm-hmm. breath. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, we heard you, though. Okay. I can have thoughts. Yes, but you had the same thought for like three minutes. Oh. It was a long thought. <laughs> It was deep. So anyway, she shoots him. What, in she the neck? Him. She shoots him. She shoots him in the neck. Yeah, yeah. in the neck. Yeah. And then she's like, ha-ha. And he's like, I'm still going to tell Brad that it was you. And this is how I'm going to tell him that it's you. And there's no one who can contradict us because now it's my story against yours. And you're the person who didn't get in to be a profile and yada, yada, yada. Just then, Gabe shows up and uh, kills Lucas. Shoots him right in the head. Shoots him in the head. Boom! And he's like, movie over, motherfucker. <laughs> Guess his weakness is bullets. It's <laughs> a really good line. Absolutely. Is it? Oh, man. Uh, so the next day, a chopper comes to pick them up, 
And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> and once again, Tony's like, I really want to see the paperwork. <laughs> I want to see the guys well, going. I want to see the all right, guys, how'd you do in your... What the what fuck happened? happened here? All right, Did he down. turn off all the surveillance cameras at some point? Or is somebody going to be able to watch this whole thing like we did? And they'll know exactly what happened. Also, <laughs> depending on the where the cameras were, there weren't cameras in that hallway, and there wasn't cameras underwater when they're doing the yeah. underwater There's fight. also a very weird thing. Like, they're waiting on the beach for the helicopter, and LL Cool J, cool J says, so when is the... When's the situation clear? And she goes, oh. on the ride home and smiles. I'm sorry, I'm not smiling. I thought, actually, because he wants to go have sex. Like, they, like, he uh, cracks a joke and they like laugh together and they look like they're, they're like, let's go home. What? Because she's like, do you think they'll let me be a profiler? And he like, says, no. I don't know. One more question. When's the situation? <laughs> I think clear? you're going to be on administrative leave says, for quite a while. She says, on the ride home. And I was like, oh, shit, is that helicopter about to go down or something? <laughs> On the ride home, shit might still happen from this place. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay. So, what do you think, Carly? Oh God, me first. <laughs> yeah. My favorite character was Bobby. I believe his name was the smart fellow. Uh huh. <laughs> My least favorite character was Lucas, and it's not because I thought he was the killer because I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have any idea who the killer was. It's because that actor. I believe he's British. Uh, so Johnny sometimes he sounded very Southern, and other times he was he trying didn't. to do something. And I'm like, you're trying all the time because you're British. Why can't you do the same accent through the whole movie? It bothered me. <laughs> I believe his character was supposed to have a Southern accent, but he kept dropping it. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, and I didn't like it. And I just didn't like him. He creeped me out a little bit, but I still didn't think he was the killer. <laughs> his, ac- his accent was much better in Hackers. <sighs> Um, my favorite line was actually Lucas when he says, when I was a kid, I lost both my parents, freak thing, 10 years old, bang, morale, mortality. So I grew up living real hard, racing cars, smoking, drinking, sleeping with any girl I could find, real stupid, dangerous lifestyle. Then I turned 11. I liked that line. Um, that was my backup line. My favorite <laughs> scene was the electrified water scene where LL Cool J shoots the holes in the wall and then rock climbs his way to the mm-hmm. <laughs> electrical box. Um, and my favorite tertiary object, I forgot to pick one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So pick one now. Um, we'll go with the rubber duckies. Rubber. <laughs> Elaine? Oh, I Wait, don't, I don't Tony, get to yay, nay, or maybe it. Uh, Carly gets to finish. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't want your ratings. He, so doesn't, he, want, he doesn't want to know. Oh, I want to know. my movie. I liked it. <laughs> She's a yay. She's a yay. Well, all right, well, then. skipped her yay. <laughs> now, now I feel bad about skipping you. At the end, I was like, I liked it. <laughs> I thought you were going to nay it. I really did. Okay. Um, yeah, Lingo. <laughs> All right, my favorite character is Gabe. My least favorite character is a tie between Sarah and Vince because they're both terrible. Um, my favorite scene is the domino scene because okay. I really like dominoes. And my favorite tertiary object is the dominoes. <laughs> Um, my favorite line is, I came out here no to feed the ducks, enough. and I see you're feeding the ducks. Maybe we could feed the ducks together. Because it's cute. <laughs> um, this is a good, great movie, and you should watch it. Not good enough to buy. It was like, hey, should I buy this? It's only a few dollars more. I don't think it's something we need to own. 
It's worth renting for two or three bucks on Voodoo. Yeah, but if you rent it twice, I would have paid for the movie. You mm-hmm. can watch it a thousand. Tony times. wants to watch it again. He might have to rent it again. See? I don't know how long the rentals are. On twenty-four it. hours. Oh yeah, hours. then you're not watching it again unless you pay. Oh, but again. I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably watch this again in like a year or two. Mm-hmm. All right, just to Tony. Maybe we'll get it for stuff Christmas. From, I mean, uh, so movie Mindhunters was originally called Unsub, mm-hmm. but what they is? changed it at the last second. Apparently, the writer was like, "Wait, what?" Um, my favorite character was Christian Slater, JD, and uh, Cool J, Gabe. My least favorite character was Wet Blanket, or uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. My favorite line was, I guess we found his weakness. Bullets. <laughs> my favorite scene was the liquid nitrogen death, because that was hilarious. <laughs> and T2 is one of my favorite movies. Uh, my favorite tertiary object was the reverse firing pistol, but then Elaine explained that it was the bullets, not the gun. Mm-hmm. I thought he set up the re- re- reverse gun. Oh, so. sorry. And I will, uh, yay the movie. It was fun. Nice. Look at me getting all the yays. God. I don't think I can't remember the last time somebody got four yays. <laughs> I've chosen wisely, but my favorite character is um, Lucas. I know he's the bad guy, but he was a really good killer. But he'd have got away with it too if it wasn't for LL Cool J. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, my least favorite character is Nicole because. Mm-hmm. She was just not didn't really need to be there, and when she was there, she wasn't of any use. She was just annoying. Yeah. Um, my favorite tertiary object is Val Kilmer because he's not in it enough to be a character. Yeah. And That's true. he's Val Kilmer. He should have been in it more. Like you get, he was only on set for like a well, day. Well, that was that would that would be my one complaint about this movie. Really, is that you get into this movie going, dude fucking Christian Slater and Val Kilmer and LL Cool J in a movie together why haven't I heard of this oh. you're like oh two of them <laughs> die, die, two of them die in the first ten minutes and, and like, even oh, LL that. Cool J he doesn't get to do yeah. a lot like he yeah. spends half the movie handcuffed to a pipe we spend way too much time with fucking Wet Blanket and uh whatever Lucas. that dude Cool. Uh, my favorite scene Vince. is at the end where uh, Lucas explains first he goes well this is awkward <laughs> and explains how he killed everybody and how he's smart than everybody else and I enjoy mm-hmm. that um, my favorite line: Tony stole and Carly stole my backup. So there you go. He's like a shark fan. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like my backup? What was your backup? So there I am, sitting next to the bodies of my parents, just waiting for someone to ask me why I killed them. <laughs> and a detective comes over and says, "Want some gum? <laughs> gum? <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Sure. That's and I will give this a yay because it was excellent." And I'm glad that you all uh, enjoyed my movie and for Tony's birthday. Yep. Thank you for all your birthday picks. I liked them all. Happy birthday, Good. Tony. I didn't like them all. Well, <laughs> I enjoyed them enough. <laughs> all right. Well, Carly? All right. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at unmoviepodcast on Instagram at unmoviepodcastdogs. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know if there's a movie you think we missed you during Tony's birthday, Tony's birthday month. I did. And um, tune in next week on the podcast for Tony's pick. Oh shit, I gotta pick one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's funny because his he started his birthday month and it's over, but he still gets to pick the next pick. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is the my head is like a shark spin where LL Cool J raps as the as the as point of view of a shark. My pick. There wasn't any really good songs for this movie, and the credits wasn't good. I'm like, I'm just gonna do this. I have like a shark spin. My pick is 2014's The Voices. 
Starring, I did know you were gonna pick this. Starring Ryan Reynolds, Gemma Adderton, and Anna Kendrick. Ooh, Anna. Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Don't, <laughs> if you would, please don't read anything about this and just watch it. Because I want to know what you think. Well, that's how I always I know, do it. But I'm just saying. I don't want you I to mean, read up on it and see what it is. I, I want you to like go, in, go in cold going, what is this? Is this a horror or a thriller? Both or neither? It's hard to explain. No, just, you're just going to have to go in cold. <laughs> or is this a vampire movie? It's on Voodoo for like movie. two bucks. He, no, just said go, he just oh. said go in cold. It's free on Voodoo. Cold. No trailers. Cold. Because it's the deepest bluest. <laughs> I couldn't find a song. Oh, it was either this or um, shit for Jenny from the Block for Anaconda. You can do any Cool J Deepest, bluest for my time. Hello, Cool J. I know. 